the Beef Watch Podcast. I'm Aaron Berger, a Nebraska Extension Beef Educator. For today's Beef Watch Podcast, we're going to discuss an article from the February issue of the Beef Watch newsletter titled Cow Nutrition Considerations at Calving and Early Lactation. To discuss this topic, I'm joined today by Troy Walls, who's a Nebraska Extension Beef Educator based in Custer County. Thanks for joining me today, Troy. It's a pleasure to be here, and I'm excited to talk about cow nutrition with you. Well, Troy, this is an article that you first wrote for the Progressive Cattleman Magazine and appears now in the February issue of the Beef Watch newsletter. Really a timely article in my mind as we think about where we're at in the stage of production, especially for spring calving cows in Nebraska. Uh, Some of those spring calving cows, while it's not spring yet, are starting to calve now. As we think about just a cow's nutrition, nutrition needs, thinking about her nutrient requirements, especially in that last trimester and early in lactation, those nutrition needs really ramp up. Uh, Talk through with us some things we need to remember and pay attention, especially in light of this year's weather and challenging temperatures. So yeah, you mentioned that her nutrient requirements for that cow, first calf heifer, second calf heifer, they really start increasing this last 90 days before they have that calf. As they're, of course, that calf is growing inside of that cow and going to be starting to produce milk, getting ready for that. And 70% of that calf's growth occurs during this last 90 days. So that's part of the reason to see this increase in nutrient requirements. Then, like you mentioned, there are all types of stressors we have to deal with with our cattle. You know, this year, it's a little atypical, maybe. We have a lot more snow on the ground than we usually have. Our people have depended upon crop residues, and they're either ice stand or snow covered. So that's affecting how we can get our cows fed. And then when we have deep snow on top of that, it's harder to get cows fed. So we have to deal with that. And then we have to throw cold temperatures in on top of that. So that can be another stressor we have to deal with. And of course, we know anytime we have cold weather, we're probably going to need an energy increase in our ration over that. And then let's add one more stressor in there. Maybe not so much for the cow, but it sure stretches, stresses the rancher is because forage or hay is hard to find right now. So these are all stressors that we have to deal with right now. And that's kind of coming on these last 90 days before these spring calving cattle. One of the things I've been getting questions on, and I'm guessing you have as well, as people are looking at their hay inventories, they've had to feed earlier than they were planning on and having to feed more. And in some cases, they're looking for some other alternative feeds and Usually that's something that's maybe lower in quality than they would like. As we think about these cows after calving, especially cows that are a little bit thin, if we're going to get them in shape to rebreed, uh, we really got to at least be maintaining conditions. And if those cows are thin, it'd be nice to have them actually gaining some weight, but that requires a diet that's got plenty of protein and energy. That is exactly right here. I guess if you haven't calved yet, you still have some time to put some weight or condition on these cattle. By condition, I mean meeting her protein requirements. You're exceeding her energy requirements so she can put weight on in the form of fat. And then after calving, once she starts lactating, she can utilize some of that if she can't meet all the requirements. Of course, so ideally, you would have cows that are already body conditions for five, and you can maintain that as they go into calving and keep that. And you probably want your first calf heifers body conditions for six, second calf heifers body Five. Like you said, if you're short of feed right now, you're seeing 
your hay stocks and whatever you have to be disappearing quickly, you have to come up with some alternatives. Some people are maybe looking at some limit fed rations, and there was a, another article on Watch about that this month, so that will be a podcast some producers might want to listen to. But as we think about our first calf heifers, the other thing to have about is in that 60 days before they calve, they are actually, their intake actually decreases by 17% because they can't eat enough because that calf is taking up part of the inside and pushing on the rumen so they don't eat as much. So we have to consider that diet that we have to be feeding that first calf heifer food. And if there's any way we can separate our mature cows from our heifers, that would be ideal to get that higher quality ration to our heifers. Yeah, I think this is a year, especially when the value of feed and trying to minimize wasted feed is going to be pretty important. So like you said, if you can sort cows up, uh, twos and threes together, maybe some old cows with those that are a little bit thin, and then our, our middle-aged, running-age cows, uh, maybe have them in a separate group, that can help us leverage a little bit what our options are as we think about using limited feed. That, you know, that is, that is exactly right. As we think about after calving, when these cows first start lactating, that's going to be another demand. You know, even if we're overfeeding energy at that point, a lot of times that energy will go to producing milk and not putting weight back on the cow. So it goes back to, boy, if you can get some weight on your cows before they breed, if they're a little bit thin right now, I mean, before they calve, that would be the ideal time to do that. What you do in feeding that cow is going to have rebreeding, how quickly she will rebreed her conditions for when she, when she calves, and also that conditions for when she calves is going to probably have an effect on that calf also. We found the cows in lower condition scores have like body condition scores of four compared to five are going to have lower quality colostrum that antibodies or immunoglobulins are going to be less than that colostrum and that's going to affect that calf all the way through weaning actually could be sicker or could have some issues. And the other thing we need about is if we have thin cows when we have we could have weak calves born. So it gets compounded by the fact that the calf is weak. He's not going to have as much vigor. He's not going to get up and suck as soon. And when he does get up and suck, if it's a thin cow, like I said, body conditions for four or less, the antibodies are going to be less in that colostrum. So it kind of compounds for that calf. So Troy, I guess what I hear you saying is if you're looking at your situation now and you're still you know, a little ways from calving, if you can do some things now to get body condition score on those cows prior to calving, that's really your advantage. But uh, also then if cows are thin at calving, uh, recognizing they're just going to need some high quality feed if we're going to be able to get them rebred and and keep those cows in the herd. That is, you know, that is exactly right, Yes. So we, we put a lot of pressure on our cows. And of course, we all know that. We, we expect that cow to have that calf, produce enough milk to grow that calf, and then we want her to get bred as quickly as possible so we can have a calf every year with that cow. And this is all happening in a short period of time for that cow. So yeah, we put a lot of stress on our cows. And then when we have weather conditions, that just augments everything. And we just have to look at our resources and utilize our management skills the best that we can. Troy, anything else on this topic you'd like to highlight today? No, I think that covers it. Of course, it Anybody ever has any questions, of course, we have our beef.unl.edu website. I always refer people to there. Of course, they can contact any of the beef educators. And 
of course, anything I talked about today, people can be sure to contact me. Thanks again for joining me today, Troy. It's been a pleasure. Thank you, Eric. Well, as Troy mentioned, for more information on this article, you can find it at beef.unl.edu. Also, if you have questions around developing rations, looking at your feed resources, considering what you might do with the current circumstances you're in, I would encourage you to utilize the Nebraska Extension Beef Specialists and Educators as you're thinking about what your options are. Uh, Hopefully we can help you as you consider and maybe look at some different options in terms of meeting those cows' requirements as we go now through calving.